The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. There is always pain when someone whom we love is about to leave us. If that departure is going to be for a long period of time, the pain is greater. And if it is permanent, or would seem to be permanent, greater still. The disciple has experienced the anguish of the crucifixion. They then experienced the joy of the resurrection. He had returned, although they can't seem to quite believe it, even when he's with them. They're so overwhelmed by the reality of that event. We see that throughout the resurrection gospels, this amazement, this incredulity. We are told he spent 40 days with them, instructing them. They'd already spent three years. And now he's going to leave them again. If the grief the first time was painful. What now? What does it mean? Every year we encounter this event, this reality of the ascension of the Lord. If our Lord had remained in one place, he would have been, as we know, awed by his majesty of his presence, his bearing, the beauty of his voice, he would have been in one place and one place only. He now will leave them. He says, it's better that I should go so the Spirit may come to you. Our Lord came not to be localized, but to be universalized to all people in all places for all time until the end of time. He must then depart if he is going to return. So he takes them up to a mountain. God does strange things, wonderful things on mountains. We are told they worshipped him, but some doubted. Again, they still cannot grasp this reality. He gives them their final instruction, and then tells them, and then says, And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. You and I are in the last age. 
They have been since the Lord's ascension and since the coming of the Holy Spirit. We are in the final age. That will go on until the Lord comes the second time. Meanwhile, he has promised to universalize himself, to send the Holy Spirit. We know how he's done that. First, he forms the church. The apostles must now go on and proclaim that and bring people into that body. But that isn't sufficient either. When he said, I'm with you always, he didn't mean simply, I'm with you in spirit. I'm in your heart. I'm in this book. He means, I'm with you always. That promise cannot be realized except in the church and in the sacraments. They are the extensions of the incarnation. They are the extension of his suffering, death, and resurrection. He remains with us through them. They are the touch of Christ. Touch is so important, isn't it? Uh, How can we imagine the Lord remaining with us if we cannot fully appreciate him, if we cannot fully experience him? Really. That's one of the strange things about this period we're living through, isn't it? Um, People are afraid to touch other people. There are people who will say, we will never shake hands again. Really? If we don't, we're going to live in what is a spiritually, psychologically, and emotionally twisted and perverse world. Human beings were created with that sense, and we need to use it. Of course, there are different degrees of intimacy. Uh, Marriage is different, of course, than friendship, and simply an associate is different than a friend. But it's natural for us to express our relationship to someone someone else with a touch. Our Lord did that with Thomas. Put your finger into the nail marks and put your hand into my side. He didn't just say, look. He said, touch. And our Lord means that we should experience him in that way also. The incarnation is something physical. And so he comes to us, as we know, as I said in the sacraments. But particularly, as I always say, in the Eucharist. The Eucharist is that great revelation where he can not only, can we, through the eyes of faith, the Lord demands faith. That's, remember what I mentioned what Pope Benedict said? He said that it's part of the mystery of God that he acts so gently. That's the way God is. Not to overwhelm with external force, but to give freedom, to offer and elicit love. It demands faith. But with that faith, it is a gift of God. We know him. We see him. We touch him. And as I've said over the last few weeks many times, if we are prepared, we even receive him. That's until the end of the age. The Eucharist is their presence. At the end of the age, the sacraments will cease because the Lord will come a second time and fulfill everything in his person. But right now, through the eyes of faith, we experience him in this way. I often think on Corpus Christi, how wonderful it is that we we carry the body and blood of the Lord wherever we happen to be, in some places even through cities, uh, as a reminder that Jesus Christ is with us in that way. But every time we come here, uh, whenever we are in a church, whenever we are in the presence of that light, we know that he is there. So, that reading from the Acts of the Apostles is so beautiful. They're looking up to heaven. And the angel appears and says, Men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking up to heaven? This Jesus who has left will come again. And so he has. We then, obviously, become visible signs of what we have received keep saying that over and over again, too. Uh, We become what has come to us. Having then received him, the world will know him. 
Having then received him, we must tell the world and bring the world to experience what we ourselves have experienced. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the ascension of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy for the Church throughout the world. Her members will always be visible signs of the ascended Lord present to his people. that They may come to know him more perfectly in the sacraments and particularly in his body and blood. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they may come to know Jesus Christ through his church. They may come to know his touch and his presence. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering they may be visible signs of the Lord present to his world, that they may be comforted. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have rejected his presence, we pray to the Lord. For a greater respect for human life, especially life in the womb, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations at priesthood in the consecrated life, those young men and women who will be visible signs of the Lord in our world in a unique way. For a greater reverence for that visible sign in marriage in the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the risen Lord, the presence of his incarnation, they may then radiate that to a world even particularly in difficult times, we pray to the Lord. For an end to this virus, for those who are suffering from it, for their healing, for our protection and preservation, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, particularly during this weekend, for all of our uh, men and women in our armed forces who have given their lives for our freedom. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. For all of us here, we may come to know the risen Christ until the end of time in his body and blood and reflect what we have received, imitate what we have handled. We pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of the Ascension and the Mother of the, rather, we proclaim the victory of the Lord in the Christus Vincit. <laughs> 